a little bit of good news around cybersecurity. The Office of Management and Budget isn't changing much in the fiscal 2021 cybersecurity reporting guidance. The one area where OMB did make some significant changes is with the Continuous Diagnostics and Mitigation, or CDM, program. In his weekly feature, The Reporter's Notebook, Executive Editor Jason Miller writes about what agencies have to do by the end of fiscal 2021, and Jason joins us now to discuss. Hey, Jason. Hey, Jared. So what are these changes? They're confined to CDM, but CDM is a pretty, pretty big deal. It is a pretty big deal, and this comes in the Federal Information Security Management Act annual guidance that OMB puts out. And one of the things they have been trying to do over the last probably four or five years is stay as consistent as possible, requiring agencies to meet certain goals and not trying to change the metrics, not as they call it, say, move the goalposts. So when I read through the 2021 guidance and look compared it to the 1920 guidance, I was like, oh, that's the same. That's the same. That's the same. But you get to the section on CDM, the Continuous Diagnostics and Mitigation Program, that's the program run by DHS and the Cybersecurity Infrastructure Security Agency, CISA. And that's the major change. And basically what's it, what agencies are required to do by the end of 2021 is certify to both OMB and CISA that they have fully implemented the CDM Program Data Quality Management Plan. This is something that ensures that your information that your CDM tools is pulling can go to the federal dashboard. It's it's seamless. It's understandable. The, the data, if you're saying we have a threat, everyone defines a threat the same way. And this is a, a fairly big deal because of how much OMB is relying on the data to uh, re- really understand the, the risk posture of the, of the government. And is this the first time OMB has really imposed data standards with this kind of rigor? And, and, and why now? So data standards around cyber is something that they've talked a lot about. And you have things like the NIST 853. I think they're they're revision five now. You have other NIST guidance that definitely have some sort of standardization, whether it's data standards or tools or some kind of control standardization. But I think around CDM, we're at the point now where a lot of agencies are moving into that next what they call phase. They, uh, in fact, Kevin Cox, the program manager at uh, CDM, will tell you he doesn't use phases anymore. But for our conversation, agencies know what's on their network. Now they're moving to who's on their network. And as they give that information from their agency dashboard to the federal dashboard, they have to have that standardization. So it's really important because it ensures the completeness, the accuracy, the timeliness of this data. The second reason why I think data standards really does matter now more than ever is DHS and OMB really kind of pulled back a little bit from CDM, and I mean that in a good way. They gave an agencies more flexibility to say, here's the outcome we care about. How you get there, we don't care that much about. And so the agency tools that they're using, some have new tools, some are using older tools, but the tools all have to give the data back to the agency dashboard, then give it to the federal dashboard in a in standardized way. And I think that's why now as agencies move into this phase of who's on your network and then move into things like mobility and cloud and other technologies that will fall under CDM, they need that, that, that baseline to start from to say, okay, what's the data we most care about and can we send that in? In fact, I, I talked to Grant Schneider, who's the former federal chief information security officer, and he said one of the things that he really thinks is important is this enterprise-wide risk assessment that CDM can provide. And if your tools are not giving you a standard viewpoint, a, a baseline, then how do you compare agency A to agency B? And then how do you compare all agencies across the board to understand where the risks are in government? 
And, and who ultimately is the customer for the, this dashboard data? I mean, obviously, they're not going to make it public, but is it is it really just confined to the agency itself and OMB as far as who's going to be able to view it? Definitely OMB and definitely CISA. Those are the two, if you will, big ones. If you remember, Jared, back in 2019, uh, uh, GSA working with CISA made a big award to a company called ECS, about a $276 million contract for this new federal dashboard and agency dashboards. CISA has been piloting this piloting this new dashboard with 15 agencies in 2020 and plans to expand it to the rest of the large agencies throughout 2021. So I think they what they want to do is be able to have the consistent data and then understand how that data works, what it means, who has weaknesses, who has strengths, where the gaps are. And again, if if OMB and CISA can't understand that, then they can't really look at the risk of the of the cyber posture, not even just within one agency or within one bureau of an agency, but across the entire government. And I think that's key. The other thing this does, and Grant Schneider, again, the former federal CISO, brings this up as well, is it gives agencies some, if you will, transparency, some they're less anxiety about what OMB actually will do with the data or what CISA will do with the data. Will they try to play the game of quote unquote gotcha? And I think by having those standards, you know, okay, what the data they're collecting and how will they use it? Okay. So beyond the uh, data standardization issues that we've been talking about, what else popped out at you under priorities for CDM and the cybersecurity guidance this year? There's several priorities that they're going out with, and I think the, the, we got to start with mobility. I think there's a big push for CDM to really get a hold of mobile technology, mobile devices. I think as agencies use them more and more and they become more important, they have to be able to do the discovery and then the integration with mobility management programs to bring the data back to the agency dashboard. Another big one is cloud security. No doubt there, Jared, we know we talk a lot about cloud security. We know about the trusted internet connection and, and the move that, to help the TIC program with the cloud, uh, I think CDM through some of their pilots with, for instance, the Small Business Administration has showed that you can collect data from cloud providers and apply it to the dashboard. And then, and then finally, another big piece of this is what they call asset management and identity and access management uh, gap fills, areas where they've done their work and seen, okay, we are about 80% there. How do we get the last mile? So fill in the gaps that's missing to really do a better job of asset management and identity and access management, which again, Jared, I'm just going to buzz you, buzzword you to death there, moves you to zero trust, of course. There we go. So what, what, what about the congressional role here? Are they going to be able to benefit in any ways that we know about from kind of the CDM feedback that we're going to start to get on these dashboards? And, and, and what's their take on CDM more generally? Overall, Congress has been hugely supportive of CDM. And I was having a conversation the other day with uh, Eric Floden, who's uh, over at Four Scout Technologies, and we were talking a little bit about the congressional support for it. And one thing occurred to me is that Congress continues to add money to CDM. And this year, for instance, the Senate Appropriations Committee increased the CDM uh, allocation to f by $40 million to over $325 million for 2021 if their version of the bill gets passed. Uh, the House, for instance, is is not did not give them the uptick. They went more by what the administration requested and what they uh, seem to need. But the fact is, I think the Senate recognizes how important the program is. So that forty million dollar bump. So it's a it's a sign that they trust it. They like what CIS is doing. They think it's a good thing. Compare that to, for instance, the Technology Modernization Fund, which the each administration, the Trump administration, the Obama administration, has struggled to get. Congress to buy into it, even though they're very similar funds in the sense of, 
it's a centralized pot of money that is really focused on fixing some long systemic problems. So it's good sign. It's a good sign that Congress supports CDM, and I think that means that DHS and CISA will continue to support agencies and and increase their tool sets and fix their cyber postures. All right, Federal News Network's Jason Miller. Thanks a lot. My pleasure, Jared. And you can read more in this week's edition of the Reporter's Notebook at federalnewsnetwork.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.